What's up, guys? Welcome to another edition of the Sons of Legends. It's your boy Art Dog back again with your boy MJ Gunner. Every week, and this is my favorite part of the week. What's going on? You already know what it is. We got a repeat offender on the show. Introduce yourself, Ryan. Go ahead. What's up, guys? How's it going? You already know we are doing this thing. It's the NXT episode and TakeOver oh, was... it's going to be a great episode, man. I don't mean yeah. to cut you off, but that was one of the best NXT shows I've watched in quite some time. Uh, it was pretty great, but uh, that's, that's not all we got here, right? So, you know, let's... uh. Let's, let's let's kick this thing off the right way. We gonna start off. We gonna start off at the beginning of the show with the tag team titles, NXT tag titles on the line. We had Undisputed Era versus Oni Larkin and Danny Birch. Ryan, your thoughts yep. on that? Amazing match, actually. It's probably the best fucking tag match that. Uh, I'm sorry if the language is leaving you in trouble. Man. It's probably the best match WWE as far as tag matches. Put on in quite some time, man. Uh, I gotta give this one some big props. Me dog. too. And and the build up on this was awesome. The uh, the storyline behind it was great. I love Roddy turning his back on Pete Dunne, which brings in Danny Birch mm-hmm. and Oni Larkin. Yes. And and I know I'm gonna catch flack for this, but God damn it, does Oni Larkin throw an amazing European uppercut? Oh my God, I think it rivals. Cesaro, Why would you catch not... slack on that, bro? That's legit truth. He does throw an amazing European like, uppercut. Because I, I'm almost to it the point where like I'm Cesaro ready. When he does it. Cesaro I... is probably the best in the biz using that move. Man, I'm I'm to the point where I'm ready to say it's better than Cesaro. I'll say it for you. I think it is. To be quite honest with you, that one that I saw tonight... I've never seen Cesaro throw one with so much power. That's big words, dude. I don't care. Man, you should watch that. I would not call either one of you guys an idiot for saying it was better than Cesaro's. I mean, he caught that dude with that that European uppercut, man. I was losing my mind during that match. Three times I thought we had new tag team champions. I loved the Undisputed Era, but I would not have been mad at all if we did. I'm literally yelling, oh my goodness, two tag champs. When the belts switch hands a bunch of times, it is more enjoyable. I'm not yeah. going to disagree with you guys on that. How I'll tell you what, though. I thought that armbar that Kyle O'Reilly mm-hmm. threw, like maybe three quarters through the match, I thought that was money. I thought it was done then. Right. Man. And how about... Like, five, like not even five minutes later, there was the whole thing where Adam Cole had to grab the foot and throw it on the rope. And then the oh, rope came out. that brings up the point... <laughs> That I was going to bring up. What about that new Spike DDT finisher they use? Oh, man. Oh, I think that's God. dope. Yeah, we're talking, hold on. We're talking about new finishers. Wait until we get to the Velveteen Dream uh, match. I, I got some stuff to say. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll get there, but, but we're still talking about this one because Undisputed Era is showing out without Bobby Fish. They are. And I think when Bobby does get and back, it'll be it's, even it's better. It's sad, but it's awesome at the same time. It's showing right. how good Roger Strong is. But right. like Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, when they were Red Dragon. We're probably top three in the world tag team. So, my favorite indie tag team of all time would be Red Dragon. So here's my question to you, Ryan. Do you think yeah, okay. the Undisputed Era is suffering without Bobby Fish, or are they thriving without him? Both. Ooh, Both? They're suffering, they're suffering without him because they don't get to showcase how good Red Dragon is. Yeah. But with the guys they have in the faction... They're still doing great working through his injury. And I, w- I want to ask if, if everybody out there what they think about that. I mean, it would, be, it would be 100 times better if they had the full team. So, They're doing a great job right now. Yeah, because I, think, I think it'd be flip-flopped a little bit. I think Roderick Strong would probably be the North American champion. Mm-hmm. And Adam Cole has potential to be the, the NXT champion. Yeah, I think so, too. I wouldn't disagree with that. You know what I would like to see? To see some kind of angle where one of them, probably Adam Cole, because he's most likely would win the NXT Championship, and then they'd have the uh, tag team belts between them, and mm-hmm. then one of them would like somehow in a multi-man match 
beat Adam Cole for the NXT Championship, and then Undisputed Era would literally have all the belts, and they would literally be Undisputed. Then. Yeah, that that I think that's kind of where they're trying to go with That'd this be cool. thing. But I don't. I, I would don't. Not be, I would not be angry if I saw that. Yeah, I but do gotta admit, I'm a little nervous about this match coming up in Progress Wrestling between Adam Cole and Walter. Yeah, that, that, it always. See the videos that I was posting everywhere of how bad Walter chopped Zack Saber Jr. Yes, I saw that video, and my God, Ooh. I've never heard a louder chop than that. <laughs> Probably rivaling the Big Show's chops. That's dope. Yeah, I, yeah, I was gonna say I've never heard a chop louder other than like a Big Show match or like '80s Ric Flair. Yeah, when they would amplify the sound. My God. <laughs> and and it, it always makes me nervous when WWE superstars do cross promotions because it's a, a higher... It makes me nervous, too. You're not lying. Because yeah. when you're dealing with indie promotions, like all bets are off the table. Yes. Yeah. And it's a higher risk of getting injured. That's very, very yeah. probable. I mean, I don't want to distract off the subject here, but like if we're speaking of indie promotions, New Japan Pro, Dominion 6-9, I really honestly did not expect Kenny Omega to take that belt. Not just that, for Chris Jericho to take a belt also. Oh, I don't, Chris Jericho, I thought he was going to be a part-timer and lose that match and put on the best show of his life anyways. And then he wins the belt. And, and, then, and, becomes, and, then it's a and he, he becomes wow. the very first person <laughs> to win the WWE Intercontinental title and the New Japan Intercontinental title. Yeah. Oh, he's like a, what is it, 10 or 11 time intercontinental champion now? Through Nine times. Through different promotions? That's this one, though. Oh, yeah, 10 times. I think the Miz hmm. is the only guy that's beating him now. Miz still got a couple more title reigns to go before he reaches, uh. He's got two more. Calls, but, yeah, I think he'll no, get there I'm by the end of his career. Just intercontinental reigns. I think Miz has Jericho beat, but I could be way wrong. No, you're wrong. Jericho, I, okay. Jericho set the record with that's, WWE hey, at nine. Self-admitted, I'm probably not even close. Yeah, <laughs> but Jericho, Jericho set the record in WWE at nine, and the Miz is right behind him with yeah, eight. Like, I thought it was okay. yeah, eight. Yeah, that's he's with eight. Correct. He he wins one more to tie Jericho, another mm. one to beat him. I, well, not now because Jericho's got ten. I with this new one, well, well, is going I, to break that record. Saw how they did with career. Jeff Hardy, where they made him the only champion to win every belt ever. WWE's in an era where they're making like all kinds of prestigious championships, and all these people that have won all these belts, and it seems like they don't even give a shit anymore. They just want to be better than everybody else. Yeah, well, they're there, and they're they're doing it because I gotta say, I had a lot of criticism towards Jeff Hardy, but mm -hmm. he's there every fucking week, every show. Every he's there, and yeah. he's getting but beat honestly, up. What was your criticism for Jeff Hardy? Jeff Hardy I mean, is. Did you, you take the alcoholism and the drug abuse problems he had outside of the ring out of the picture? He's been a great wrestler his whole career, and, and that's the I problem. Mean, he's not, but he's not phenomenal in the ring, but between his mic work and what he can actually do in the ring, he's been a great wrestler. But right. Ryan, if you take away the drug abuse and the alcoholism from John Jones, you got an undefeated champion. So it all this goes hand true. in hand. You're not wrong. It all goes hand in hand, dude. Just like Jack yeah, Swagger. You're 100% correct, bro. Exactly. Jack Swagger could have been great. But right before they're about to give him his push, he gets a DUI the day before WrestleMania. Like WrestleMania weekend, I was so like... Oh, I was so upset. And that was the that. We the People gimmick that was ready I to get pushed. Thought he was going to win that World and Heavyweight title at WrestleMania. I do have one thing to point out with your fact, though. Yeah. Or with your point, I should say. John Jones is a UFC fighter. Jeff Hardy's a WWE superstar. But both of them have John wellness Jones policies. Is a real fighter. Jeff mm -hmm. Hardy is doing scripted actions. But mm -hmm. still, they're they're both getting hurt. They both have a chance of breaking bones. They start off on prescription drugs and just move up to the next. Oh one. no, you're one hundred percent. You're one hundred percent correct in that fact. I'm just trying to say though, when it, it, there is kind of a difference when it comes to the UFC. Well, you know, for me being a and UFC fan, there's a lot of WWE fanboys out there that are like, you know, they're swinging off Vince's nuts. So yeah, I, hate that I, mean, I, I, I don't. I don't I mean, think it's a fact, bro. 
I don't think that I should have to prove that UFC fighters and WWE fighters are just as well on the same level, dude. They all work out together. They're mm-hmm. all like Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belts and shit. They all train yeah. together. They're doing CrossFit. Oh, 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 okay, well, here, let me ask you a question objectively to see where we all stand. Yeah. Okay. Who's had a better title reign so far? Kazukio Okada? Or Brock Lesnar? Hands down, Okada. Okada. It's not even a question. But okay, Okada so when did... you look at the numbers, they've had very similar amount of title defenses. Yeah, I do they have. They have. Okada's, brothers, Okada's had three more title defenses like, than Brock. Though, even when he wasn't defending a title, he was still on their semi-weekly shows. And that's what I'm saying. Two shows a month that are pay-per-views. He was still on the shows doing grudge matches and, like, tag matches. And, and not only chaos. that, Okada so, was doing cross-brand promotions with Ring of Honor. So he was yeah. always around the clock letting you know that the champion was well, somewhere. You, you guys already know my connection to Ring of Honor, so obviously yeah. my answer is Okada on that, too. Exactly. I, wanted an, I, I wanted an objective answer before we went into that. No, <laughs> my whole thing is, I'll give you an objective <laughs> answer. Brock Lesnar is a part-timer, a hard part-timer. Okada, he never lets you forget that the champion is around. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just getting very mad with all the posts I'm seeing in the IWC lately where they're comparing uh, CM Punk to Lesnar and people are neglecting to mention Okada. Well, just, I mean... Just but because you, it's not WWE, it doesn't count. That's ridiculous. Well, you got you got to know that there's people that only live and die by WWE. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, but real wrestling fans, no. The best matches in the world. If you want to see them, you watch the indies and you watch New Japan. I mean, I think it's everywhere right now. I think New Japan, Lucha Underground, mm-hmm. uh, TNA is actually doing some good work. I mean, lately. they're not. They're not. TNA has not been awful. Awful. Oh, it's been awful. It's not been that bad. It's been awful. You don't even watch TNA. I watched it last week. Come on. Impact has not blown my mind lately, but they're not bad. But I, mean, I, I gotta agree with you on that. They have not been. They, they haven't been crap. Exactly. But there's good wrestling everywhere. Right now is the best time to be a wrestling fan, and I think people are just looking for something to hate on. Is probably mm. one of the best years since I've been a wrestling fan, and I can honestly say. <laughs> you're awesome if you're a wrestling fan now because you're literally jumping into it when mm. it's at a transition point with the E where Vince is giving control to Triple H, and Triple H don't give a shit about other companies like Vince used to. And like not only, not only other that, companies to Triple H... He wants to be able to trade talent. Look at yeah. the contract that Ring of Honor and New Japan have had for the last couple of years. And Triple H... done both of those fucking promotions. Nothing but good from day one. And I hear that Trip's trying to do a promotion where he's bringing in New Japan people too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's, that's... it's not verified yet, but he is. We might see Kenny Omega in the WWE ring. Hey, it's possible they started showing Kenny Omega it footage. It's possible. I mean, yeah, he did have a, a thing on the network. Like, yeah. And the, the yeah, they've been showing a lot too. of his older stuff from when he was in like the junior promotions that WWE has under their umbrella. Exactly. You're right. Okay, but we're getting off subject, guys. Hey, look. Speaking of, I gotta say, um, the undisputed era retained the tag titles. Roderick mm-hmm. Strong and um, and Kyle O'Reilly. They hit him with the clothesline that uh, what they call it in ECW, the, the total, total elimination. elimination. Right, that's what it was. That's what they used. Hey, that double clothesline slash shot block thing they did. Yeah, was legit. Legit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That and, was legit. Gunner thinks that uh, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly do it better. I personally think Roderick Strong and Kyle O'Reilly do it better. What I'm do you sure. think? Yeah. Roderick Strong is one of the most underrated wrestlers in the world right now. What about that finish, dude? I was about to say, who does is it, is it Bobby better? or is it Roderick? Who does it better with Kyle O'Reilly? I'm not going to pick who does it better between him, between Fish and O'Reilly. You got to be the tiebreaker, Mr. Go. Go. The moves executed perfectly both times. I mean, I'm going to be biased and say I want to see Red Dragon do that shit. Okay. But I am not angry that Aunt, uh, Roger Strong is part of the arena. Can't be mad at that. Can't All right, let's that. move into the next one, man. Velveteen Dream versus Ricochet. That to was me, pretty dope. the match of the night. That was a good match. 
I mean, hey, I didn't get to give a star rating on the last one. I just wanted to say the UE versus Lorcan and Bush was 3.5 stars. 3.5. I'm giving that. According to me, 3.5 stars. I'm giving that one a 4 out of 5, man. uh, Tag matches WWE's put on all year. That's pretty generous. as it's pretty generous. It's also very but, fair. But thanks to Oni Larkin, dude, and his his fired up hot tag moment, I gotta give it a four out of five. Awesome. But anyway, you're gonna give it a four out of five. I'm uh, not gonna disagree with that. I, I mean, am. for real, they let those guys go. They let those guys put on the show. That's one of the best tag matches they've done in 2018 in a, in a long time. Yeah. All right, Velveteen and Ricochet. What's what's your thoughts? How how good do you think this match stacks up to the last time that we saw Velveteen Dream go at it with um, the last time he went at it with Aleister Black? Well, I'm going to jump the gun ahead of time and tell you that match with Velveteen and Ricochet, I gave it a 3.8 stars. Okay. That's nice. Out of five, I gave it 3.8. Okay, so what'd you think about the match and what was your highlight moment? Yeah. Uh, that floor suplex was legit. Yeah, it was. Oh that my was, god, insane. brother. That was insane. <laughs> but yeah. then also, I mean, like Ricochet with two amazing aerial moves in the same match. The first one, back to back. he caught the knees. Mm-hmm. And the second one, he hit that 450 splash. Like, what was it, mm-hmm. two minutes later? Yeah. Oh, that was that, that uh, Spaceman dive. I was not disappointed with the ending of that match. I kind of was pulling for Velveteen, I'm going to be honest. I wanted Velveteen to win, but the way Ricochet won and the way that match went, I am not disappointed. Now, here's my take on Velveteen. Velveteen is the best loser I've ever seen. Ever. I don't know about ever, but I'll agree with you partially on that. I'm telling you, dude. he loses, he still looks strong. I'm telling you. Every Even single he was, he strong as hell. every single person that's had a match with him, why is it that Velveteen comes out more popular? Because he's got a unique gimmick. Yeah. It's not like gold dust where people are like, oh, he likes to kiss dudes and shit. People are legitimately sitting here like, does Velveteen like dudes or does he like women? And then when you got all the idiots on the IWC saying Velveteen's gay as shit, I'm laughing, saying, "Yeah, that dude's probably pulling more tail than a slow kid at the it, zoo." Exactly, <laughs> bro, bro. How many chicks? How many chicks did Prince have? Yeah, look at Prince, bro. Right, because that's all this is to me. Dude, my wife said if Prince was still alive, she she on me in front of me with him. <laughs> I yeah. get it. For for the for the first. Let's put it this way: Kelly Gabe, the FCW uh, Intergender Champion, is a huge Velveteen Dream fan. <laughs> exact, dude. I'm a huge Velveteen Dream fan. I think uh, that this guy. I think like no homo, but like that dude could probably cuddle with me, and I wouldn't tell him no. He's <laughs> 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 got like an eight pack. Oh, dude, dude. Best, like, the most phenomenal elbow drop was seeing since Randy Savage. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I actually his agree with you. His performance in that uh, NXT ladder match was mm. incredible. Yeah, incredible. Bro, what'd you think about him coming out in the Hulk Hogan stuff? Oh, man, that was classic. I liked it. I loved I really it. Did. Yeah. I kind of made a joke on the pages, like, is that Velveteen Hogan? Right. Or, uh... Or Hulk, is it Hulk a Dream? Hulk, Hulk but, Dream. Yeah, honestly, mm-hmm. I liked it. But uh, I want to give my thoughts on this match because when Velvet, Velveteen, he's good at mind games, okay? And the storylines always leading up to the storylines leading up to his matches are always spot on. Always. Like his stuff with Alistair yes. and his stuff here. I mean, he's good with getting inside your head. And then every every match that he has, you leave with a tagline. Right. The first one was well, the say my name. The thing with yeah. Velveteen, like you guys said earlier, he mm. makes losing look good. Even. He That's does. Rare in wrestling. Really good. The best. I, I, I'm hoping and praying to whatever God you want me to pray to, you let me know mm-hmm. that when he goes to the main roster, they don't screw him. Right. I hope he doesn't turn into no way, Jose. Me too, good Lord. 
Don't blow a Ty Dillinger on this guy, please. 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 And I had high hopes with Ty Dillinger. But, uh, God. but speaking, uh, like Ryan, I think he wanted to talk about new finishes. Uh, am I correct when I was when I was uh, thinking that it was that hammerlock DDT thing he does? No, it's a, it, it would be yeah, more like a flatline. It's inverted DDT. It started off just like a, as a weird... Yeah, flatliner, like a Sister Abigail DDT. Love that I'm move. Shocked. I popped like a fucking 13-year-old kid, bro. That's, that, that DDT he's been using for a while, and I personally think it should be his finisher because it just makes more sense. People but need to stop kicking out of it. I've seen that maybe twice before. Yeah, he's used it a couple times. And mm-hmm. not only that, that cartwheel Death Valley driver. Oh, man, that's sick. Oh, my God. That cartwheel Death Valley driver was amazing. Yeah. Yes, it is. He is. You he, ain't lying, bro. He is great. He's a pretty great wrestler. But can we talk about that shooting star press that Ricochet did halfway across the ring? Yes. Like, that yes. was insane. He climbed up the rope the second time and screw it and hit it? Yes. That went... takes skill. And Gunner's sitting there yelling. You need to be athletic as hell and know what the hell you're doing mm-hmm. to hit that from across the ring. I know, because Brock know tried it and broke his neck. Right. Killed himself trying to do that against Kurt Angle. Yes. Yeah, that was when, that was when Brock did. And Brock Lesnar is a two-time NCAA champion. Right. So as much hate as there is on Brock Lesnar right now, the guy can wrestle. He can. He can wrestle. He can. Real. You can't deny Brock Lesnar's yeah. got skill. The he real deal. Open him yeah. People hate him. But going across the ring like that and not even botching it? Wow. So wow. where... Where do you think Ricochet goes from here? He'll be an NXT champion before he gets called up. Mm-hmm. I think so too. I'll be shocked. I will be shocked if they don't put that NXT title on him. Yeah. I would love for them to put a mid card, at least some type of title on Velveteen. Yes, yeah, he might even he might even grab that NXT title. I would love I for that to happen, but there's such an influx of these. Did you see Keith Lee in the audience? Yeah, no, Keith Lee has an open contract now. So does Tony Storm and so does Walter now. If Walter wins the uh, North American champion. My God, brother, I popped like a kid on that one. He did. I popped. I don't see Walter winning. I popped like a kid when I saw Keith Lee. He did. And Gunner's like, who? I'm like, who's Keith? I don't watch Ring of Honor. I'm sorry. I'm like, who? No, Keith Lee? Oh, yes. Legit. I hear, I hear he's legit. You're going to be a man. Yeah, I hear he's legit. You think you like Moose. Yeah, I think Moose is pretty good. If you like Moose, this guy? My God. Yeah. My God. he's better than Moose. I mean, don't get me wrong. Moose is awesome. I love Moose. I'm one of the biggest dudes in writers' meetings saying we got to keep Moose hot. Keith Lee is way better than Moose, though. Way better. Mm-hmm. Way better. Guy, I popped on that one. And also, man, I love this storyline between Shayna Baszler and Nikki Cross. I hope it's over. Oh, <laughs> uh, with her just letting her get herself tapped out like that, tapped mm-hmm. out. Yeah. She smiles and put her arms on and let it happen. Yeah. Right. She, They're both going to be in NXT for a while. She That'll smiles and goes to sleep. Before we see them resolve this. But I love the I love the fact that Shayna didn't know what to do in the beginning of the match. She's Shayna bouncing around, scared. getting ready, <laughs> and Nikki's just staring at her like, "What the? Uh, how do you fight? How do you fight crazy though? I mean, honestly, you that's don't. The, that's the story they're presenting us to it right now. Is that Nikki Cross is crazy? And in real life, how do you fight crazy? You know, you can only you know, fight crazy with medication, and I didn't see any of that in Shayna's hands. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She didn't have a bottle of Zoloft. So. <laughs> None of that. None I of that. I'm going to get really into this, but I'm not the biggest Nikki Cross fan in the world. That's just me. I'm a you fan. Know? I, I know am you a fan. Are. I've loved you. Did you see any of her work as Nikki Storm before she came to NXT, though? I don't think MJ uh, did. I didn't. But I was a fan. I was a fan from of Nikki Cross since the beginning. Since she came in with Sanity, I love her th- her gimmicks. I love the way that they're playing this with Shayna Baszler because Shayna's like everyone's scared of me, 
Except this motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. She's not scared of anybody because she's too crazy to give a shit. It's yeah. perfect. It is awesome. And this it's match. It's almost like me and great. Kindless back in the day when he went after the Undertaker. Yeah. When right. said, don't go at the Undertaker, that's crazy. And Mankind was just too insane to give a shit. Right. So this is the equivalent of like Mankind versus Ken Shamrock. I thought it was the Undertaker, right? I'm saying he yeah. said the Undertaker, right. but I'm thinking of an oh, MMA I said fighter. You know, mankind Undertaker yeah. feud. Everybody was saying that's crazy. Why would you go at the Taker? Like he's the best thing in wrestling, and Mankind wasn't scared because he was too crazy. To well, there. the reason I said Shamrock because there's no beating that compares to what the Undertaker did to Mankind. Right. That's true. There's no. When he pulled him through the cage twice of hell in a cell, that was ridiculous. That there's no comparison. To the beating that, and for him to even be able to walk afterwards, I was amazed. Well, Let alone be back out there by the next by the main event. Actually, is like the dude wasn't that great of a wrestler, but like he could take a bump like nobody's business. Speaking of taking a bump, oh, how many stars do you give that match that Nikki Cross, Shayna Baszler? The Shayna Baszler, Nikki Cross. Let me look at my notes here. I took notes for you guys. I gave it three point two stars. Notes are always just because, good. Just, yeah, yeah, just because yeah, the ending was shit. Good. So I, I'm never. giving that I'm giving that three stars. Uh-huh. It was it was great match to me. I love the psychology of it more than the wrestling. Yeah, That's the psychology. Why I got point two for me beyond three because like for her standing there at the beginning of the match and just laughing and taking like three shots from Shayna was brilliant. The dog crawl was brilliant too. When she crawled after her. Cross had a, Nikki Cross had a legit crossbody. Yes, yes, that yeah, was that great. That crossbody she hit halfway through the match, mm-hmm. that was textbook. Like, Eddie Guerrero's smiling in heaven right now on that crossbody. <laughs> yeah, I got to say, man, I mean, some, of, I like- some of this stuff. Man, those knees that she was taking. Yeah. Like she was smiling the whole time. She was getting her ass beat too. She gotta love that. WWE is taking notes from New Japan and trying to tell stories now. Yeah, I like the psychology of the match. NXT is consistently the better show. I like the psychology of the match. You know, I'll give credit where it's due. You know, they were entertaining with it. You know, Nikki the whole crazy thing. Shane doesn't know what to do. You know, I like that part Uh of the match. I just. I wasn't a very big fan of this match, Arthur. That's all I'm saying. I'm giving it three. What are you giving it? Maybe I'd probably One go with half. three with you. You know, I'm no, you sound three. more along a two star guy. I mean, it's well, I, I'm three maybe point two and two, a half. So I'm not too far off, you guys. Maybe two and a half. I'd give it a two and a half. I mean, it wasn't. It, it's kind of for me. It was kind of a forgettable match. Okay, you know, nothing you. really, really. I hear you. I think the match. Oh, yeah, the. I was there for that one live. I will subjectively say that was like a 3.2 yeah. between Baszler and Nikki. It yeah. told a story. Yeah, I'm giving yeah, it three stars. I'm giving it three stars. And, and the reason I'm giving it three stars is because of the psychology. Yeah, of the, the psychology of the match yeah. saved that match. Saved it, did. it completely. Because if there was no Nikki Cross crazy mixed with Shayna Baszler yeah. nervous, yeah. that match would have sucked. I mean, it wasn't a very good wrestling match, but the psychology of it was right. pretty good. The match between Dakota Kai and Shayna Baszler was better. Yeah, it was. I think so. The Dakota Kai Baszler match was better, yes. But yes. the ending of the match tonight actually surprised me. Yeah. I legitimately thought that Baszler was going to lose the title and get called up and team up with Ronda Rousey. I did in no way. I think tomorrow Ronda's taking that title off Nia. I disagree. I, hope so. I disagree. I think that match is going to end. Well, we'll give our dis. Uh, right, our, say, we'll talk about money in the bank later. later. Yeah, we'll get to that yeah, later. Yeah, we'll let's, get you. yeah, let's not jump ahead, guys. All we right. still got matches in there. <laughs> 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 okay. We got Alistair Black and Lars Sullivan. That match oh was God. insane. I loved that match. I'm surprised that wasn't the main event, but I'm not. 
at the same time, I mean, yeah, I mean, Ciampa, Ciampa, and Johnny Gargano was amazing. So yeah, we're not, yeah, we're we'll not gonna get, get well. The, you know, they main evented the last time too. Yeah, that, I agree with why they did it the way they yeah, did. Yeah, the non-sanctioned match was the main event last time that they fought. Also, so it only makes sense that this one's supposed to end the feud and yeah. it's the main event. But anyway, back oh, to Alistair and uh, catch that moonsault, bro. I'm talking about Alistair was kicking this man in the face like he was a goddamn soccer ball. I'm talking about like at the beginning of the match when this guy caught a fucking moonsault and turned into a power slam. Yeah, I saw that. Dude. Who the hell catches a guy in a moonsault? Alistair Black came over the I am, if I was not a Lars Sullivan fan before this match, I'm definitely what after. I mean, that man that is, was yeah, so... No, I agree. That's how you lose a match and still look like an animal. I mean, that man was so cerebral in this match. He was so intelligent going after that knee. He worked that knee all match long. Did you I see? I mean, you can't, you can't fault Wires for losing, bro. I agree. Right. I mean, this dude caught three black masses to the fate. I mean, he right. was split open after the second one. Right. Did you see you that? Uh, he still looks strong, even though he lost that match. Did you see when he put him in that Brock lock? Yes, and he was literally yeah, lifting him off the ground. You ain't lying. He was literally lifting and drag-dolling him in that, in that, in that submission hold. Like, he was tearing that knee up. That suplex on the apron by Sullivan? Yes, that pop-up. Oh, man. I I saw that was crazy. I thought it was over. I thought we had a new champion. Not only that, he power-slammed him on the apron. Yeah, Brock-locked him. My guy caught, caught him in the air. Tried to run towards him. He slips behind. Goes over to the apron. Alistair kicks him, and he catches him with a clothesline to the back of the head for the ages. He just leveled him. That was JBL-like. It was. Very (laughs) JBL-ish. Did you guys notice that big box on the first black mask? Yes, I did. I I saw Hey, the foot didn't even touch, and he jumped away. (laughs) Yeah, I saw that. It was his late reaction. If he yeah. didn't react so late, people wouldn't have caught it. Right, you know. Oh, oh, the announcers even had to cover like, yeah, he's tired and the other guy's yeah. tired and he barely connected on it. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and this is my thing. Like, and I, I blame the botch on Alistair because you have to make sure that the guy's looking at you if your finisher is a strike that you're not touching him with. Mm-hmm. Honestly, though, I don't think that was Alistair's fault. I think it was. He set his hands before he spun the foot around. Like, he had his mark. No, I think... Lars messed that up. I think when he slapped his thigh for the connection, Lars wasn't even looking at him to see him spin at all. Exactly. I'll have to go back and watch that. You you just pointed it out even further than I did, bro. I wasn't even going to mention that. You did, though. Mm -hmm. You're right. That's what I'm saying. I mean, believe me, I know... I know that wrestling is scripted, but I respect these wrestlers for what they do. You know what I'm saying? And oh, when they yeah. fuck up, I'm going to call them out on it. <laughs> it's scripted. It's predetermined. I, you know, you got all the haters out there saying the shit's fake. But let me see that get in the ring and do half the movies. Okay, I'm, I'm giving that match a solid four stars, dog. 4.5 for me. 4.5. I got to think so. You guys are way overrating that on me. I got a 3.5. Oh, wow. Well, there was. That's a tough cookie, man. Oh, Ryan Bell is not playing. The way that that black mask botched, it covered, and they made a little bit up. But after that suplex on the apron, I mean, they didn't do shit, really. Man, yeah. I, I think that, that Alistair took a, a big beat. I think this was his his match to say that I can go. Yeah. Yeah, no, this is to prove that there's a reason he's still undefeated in singles competition. Exactly. This Johnny was his validation. Johnny him in a four-way match once, and that's it. Yeah, this was Other his... Other than Johnny pinning him in that four-way match, Alistair's never lost. And, right. and and I couldn't see the... And really leading up to this, I really couldn't understand why. 
I didn't understand what everybody saw in him so much that he's just the new Shinsuke Nakamura. Well, Alistair Black? In Liars? Yeah. In, Liars in Liars Sullivan? Or in, uh, in, in Alistair Black? Black. In Alistair Black. But it's not the new Shinsuke. What makes Alistair so awesome is when have you seen a wrestling style like this? Uh, plenty of times. It's just a, a hybrid of... Name a guy. It's, it's a it's a hybrid. He, no, but, but here's the thing: the way he does it, yeah, he uses a lot of moves that have been used. Yeah, I'm moves, saying that's the, the thing. He strings them together, and the way he does it with like sitting down and meditating in the middle of a match, and like the mind games. Yeah, that's, but that's original as hell, bro. That's what I'm saying. It's like. I've seen this style before, and the only thing that he does that's different for me is his entrance. It's not just his entrance, like his talks in the middle of the match and shit. Like when he'll lie insult the guy and then roll away and just sit Indian style and meditate. Yeah, I get that. That's but crazy, bro. That wasn't Who's just that? that wasn't <laughs> that wasn't big enough for me to be like, oh, that's the next guy. In my mind, I already had the next guy. He's got an original gimmick. I'm saying, in my mind, I already had the next guy in the Velveteen Dream and Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. What made Alistair jump the line? Here's the thing I want to ask you then, since you mentioned that. Who do you think's getting called up first? Johnny Wrestling or Ciampa? It's it's gotta Probably be Champa. Ja- I thought it would be Johnny if it if it's anybody. Man, it's gotta be Champa. I think it's gonna be Johnny going. I'm a bigger Johnny fan. I think he'll do I better on the main roster. Hey, I gotta agree with Champa because where does he go from here, bro? This guy right here, I can see Tommaso Ciampa challenging for the NXT title and DDT this dude on bare plywood. Hey, hey. Let's After let's phenomenal street fight. Let's go into it, dude. Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, main event, Chicago street fight. This thing right here, man. That was pretty dope. Ryan, let it, tell me your thoughts on that one. Wow. I'm biased already because Tommaso Ciampa's a Milwaukee boy, and I live like an hour away from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already cheering yeah. for him, but I love Johnny Gargano, too. That's what makes this feud so great. I mean, both of those guys are 100% likable. And this feud has been going on for about, what, two months, three yeah. months? And it's still I mean, fresh. It's so hot. Hashtag DIY was one of the best tag teams in NXT. That was my favorite tag team in NXT. Yeah, that was. And neat. then they broke them up, and they're doing this feud. This is how yeah, wrestling should be. Like Vince needs to take notes from Triple H right now. Mm-hmm. American Alpha was gone by the time DIY showed up, and by the yeah. time DIY showed up, I was all in, dude. If because mm-hmm. and I was American Alpha through and through, and then DIY came and just stole America's hearts. Yeah, I love the, oh, uh, there's nothing wrong with being American Alpha through and through. I mean, Chad Gable's an Olympic athlete. Jason mm-hmm. Jordan's phenomenal wrestler. Mm-hmm. Hope he sucks retains. on the microphone and everything else, but in the ring, the dude's a beast. Yeah. And actually, together, they did make good promos because one did. seemed dumb and one they seemed smart. You're <laughs> lying, bro. Together, they made awesome promos. Yeah. yeah. American and then, Alpha and then, never broke up. And then DIY comes along. Steals America's hearts. They have the best match of the year against the Revival. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they go into this ladder match with the Authors of Pain. Tommaso Ciampa turns on them and leaves. Right. And yeah. then comes back when he gets a title shot and fucks it up. the damn TV screen with Johnny Gargano's face. Mm-hmm. When's the last time you saw that since the Attitude Era? Then, <laughs> when's the last time you saw a woman hit by a guy? Yeah. Yeah. Ever. In I the PG era. I condone that because I understand why they went away from it, what? but the fact the way it happened, exactly. it made sense. And it made the story make sense. Exactly. They when when Tommaso bumped into Johnny and he bumps into right, Candace. That's, that's what I was, I, don't, I wouldn't really yeah. call that hit. I would call that, you know, it was more. But when a, has a woman been in the middle of a man's fight and a woman gets hurt? Yeah. We haven't seen that probably since Miss Elizabeth of China. This subject, since you guys brought it up. 
that's yeah. one thing I do disagree with with the way the WWE is going now. Why do we not have intergender matches anymore? Well, they did the mixed match challenge. Like Nia Jax beat Michelle to like jobbers. I'm saying like dude jobbers, but they 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 tried to ease our they tried to ease our they tried to quench our thirst with the mixed match challenge. But that's still mixed tag team action, right? It's still but yeah, exactly. But but we got to see. But we got to see. We got to see the girls fight the guys. We got to see the girls fight the guys, and once they turned over to the PG era, they got away from that stuff. If that's yeah. the case, then I would love to see a lingerie match. I would love to see a pillow fight match. But that's not the era we're in anymore. Well, that's where I'm going to disagree on you. That's Bro, not the era. I don't really give a damn who disagrees. That's not the era we're in anymore. I don't care. That was sexist as hell, and it was distracting from women. And I don't give a damn what you say. If it comes on, you're going to watch it. Oh, no, I watched it. Exactly. So don't play your high horse on me. I was like fucking, what, was a teenager? Maybe in high school when they were doing the, you know, Stacey Keebler era and all that. So you're telling me, so you're telling me if this, if this Nikki Cross. Jerry King every night talking about, oh my God, puppies. Exactly. (laughs) And you're telling me that if this Nikki Cross, Shayna Baszler match wasn't a woman's lingerie match, you weren't going to watch it? I would, oh, I would feel differently it. about it, Art. I would be I would front do. and center ready to tune in. I would feel differently oh, about that's it, That's why the McMahons make so much money, though. Even if they put shit on TV, we but still you, watch it. My point is, you have to draw the line somewhere. And the intergender matches is a line you can't cross, dude. Yeah. That's just one of those things. You can't cross that stuff because one of these girls get hurt by one of these guys. Next thing you know, you got a Me Too moment on your hands. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, they're all professionals. Yeah, I get that. And they're all really good at what they do. And I believe that Charlotte is a better wrestler than 90% of the men on the roster. Charlotte? Yes. I agree with that. Yes. Charlotte Flair Charlotte, could hey, go. If they actually mm-hmm. ever let it happen, Charlotte Flair could probably give AJ a run for his money. And I believe that, too. Damn. And I would love to see Charlotte Flair be the first woman to hold a WWE title. That would be amazing. Well, that's not true, because China held the Intercontinental title. I think no, I mean WWE championship. China's it the only the woman. China's the only woman to ever hold a singles title from a male-dominated industry, anyway. Bro, it's I, China. It's <laughs> China. It's China, dude. And she, I mean, come on, just put her in the Hall of Fame already. They will. It'll happen eventually. My God. It's not like an old heart. Just put, yes. The wife's stopping it. They're just waiting to put China in. When they need really bad ratings and stuff, and they're like, fuck, everybody's beating us, they're going to throw China in, and we're all going to mark out. Well, I'm... Guys, we're kind of getting off subject here. We're talking about the Maso and Johnny. Okay, well... Yeah, exactly. First off, okay, I just want to point out three things. Number one, the repeated super kicks. That was dope. Number two... The DDT on the on the canvas that was uncovered. Also dope. And number three, the trash can to the... Actually, not even that. Scratch the trash can to the ear. I want to point out the fact that Johnny Gargano was feeling bad about jumping off the stage or whatever that was through the table. Mm-hmm. And then he saw that his wedding ring was gone. I mean, I was actually, yeah. Tommaso was already just stretching and neck braced. And but he noticed his wedding yeah. ring was Why gone. Ripped that wedding ring off and threw it away. Right. That was amazing. It was on and that popping. Was awesome. I got to say. how you get pure heel heat. Yeah. I got fuck you, X Pac, go away, Heat, but we hate you, dude, Heat. Dude, bro, <laughs> I gotta say that I think that this feud is the best feud in WWE right now. I just gotta say that. I got to say I that. I agree. I mean, look at it. I mean, we got Chiampa. 84 miles between Chicago and Milwaukee as the crow flies. So it's damn near dude's home crowd. Right. When he put that, when he put Gargano's neck in that chair and slammed it in the steps, 
Wow. And I didn't know who to cheer for there. I you just want to. Literally, hear the crowd was like half were like, "Oh my god, how could you do that?" And the other half was like, "Oh my god, that was awesome." Exactly. I and also went and disassembled the damn ring. I also want to point out that Tommaso Ciampa won with his hands cuffed. He did. Yes. I was pretty okay, Here's what I want to point out, though, guys. Mm-hmm. I have never seen a dude take apart the ring like that unless it's been in, like, a bingo hall or a bowling alley. And I want to say to all you motherfuckers that keep telling me that this ring has all these trampolines and mats up under it, fuck you! Didn't you uh, see that? five-inch plywood under there. Exactly. Dude, man, there's springs underneath there, but it's barely what they got in a trampoline. Don't take away from what these there. guys do. None. One of my favorite things to do when I'm at a party drink with people is show them how to take a backdrop. And I'll do it on concrete. <laughs> man. Mm-hmm. That granted, just... when you do that kind of stuff, if you do it correctly, it does not hurt you. But I don't want to hear that a wrestling ring is the same thing as a trampoline. Right. He so showed when you. When I was younger, I used to wrestle for SAW. It's a promotion in Southeastern Wisconsin. And mm-hmm. the shit's fake and it's predetermined. You know, all the arguments are correct, but at the same time, it still hurts. It still takes Regardless skin. of what motherfuckers say, you take a back body drop your first day in a wrestling ring and mm-hmm. tell me how you feel after that. Right. Take a vertical suplex sometime. There's no way to not push in the fall from that. You gotta tuck your chin and hope it doesn't kill you. Exactly. But anyway, I have a question. <laughs> I have a question regarding this You gotta feud. slap your arms out, tuck your chin, and hope it doesn't kill you. I have a question regarding this feud, right? Uh, so do you guys think that the people love Johnny more, or do they just... Do you guys pe- think people love Johnny love Gargano? Johnny more than they hate Tommaso? Right. More than they hate Tommaso Ciampa, you know? Is it, love, is it more love for Johnny, or is it more hate for Tommaso? It's, I think it's equal. Honestly, I mean, wrestling fans nowadays in 2018 are smarter than they were 20 years ago. With yes. the internet and everything. Mm-hmm. People love Johnny Gargano because he's Johnny freaking wrestling. I mean, you can't hate Johnny Gargano, but at the same time, fans nowadays are more intelligent and they see the stuff that Chiampa's doing. I mean, this dude comes out to no music. No, He's no. literally got the entire crowd chanting. By the way, by the way, when he was leaving, the whole crowd was chanting, fuck you, Champa." Yeah. And would they I do that? Put those words out there, but yeah, normally they're chanting asshole, but you're right. They were chanting fuck you, Champa. But would the they do that the if he wasn't feud with Johnny Gargano, though? I don't, I, I think so. Do you so. think they would? I think, I, I think they just. I think they would because he's playing a heel mm-hmm. the exact perfect way a heel should be played. I think, I think that personally. I think this is one of those situations where it's a Christopher Daniels, AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, mm-hmm. where they made each other. Right. Yeah. They started well, off Gargano as... Gargano and Gargano and Chiampa, I agree, 100%. Yeah. Um, making each other as good as they are. Yeah, because... But standalones, they could hold their own. At every pay-per-view in NXT, they've been together. Right. But look at what the current WWE product is. They could hold their own. I'm not saying they'd be main event, but either one of those guys, if they were given proper booking, could be successful. I think that Johnny Gargano could be the next Daniel Bryan if they play this right. Oh, exactly. Yeah. I think he could. And uh, Chiampa could be the next... Triple H. Insert, insert awesome heel here. Yeah, <laughs> Triple H. I, I say Triple H because I haven't seen a person that has this much heat... Since Triple H. They would just hate and that's guy. what I'm saying. It's not the bad, like, fuck you, X-Pac, go away. This right. is like, we hate you, but still kind of want to see you win heat. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's a, it's it's a brand new it's thing. It's literally what The Miz is trying to do. Yeah. All right, man. The Miz is good at that. We're getting into the, the, the butt end of this thing, man. You got to give us your top five for the week, dog. My top five for the week. You already know. As far as top five wrestlers of the week. Anybody, anything, any person, any scenario. Top five. I don't know. I mean, I'm still 
Vietnam, this Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano match, because that's the one to talk about how that whole thing with the stretcher was dumb as hell. I really? Think, I don't really think we talked I about that. I know, Johnny Gargano did the air raid siren through the table on Tommaso, his own move. Well, yeah. we're going we're gonna to skip the top five this week yeah, altogether. I, say, I think we need to get more into this match. We're going to skip the top five altogether. Right. I thought that was awesome. I literally thought Tommaso Ciampa was hurt. He looked, that yeah, looked no, nasty. I, I agree. Because they called medics out, they were bullshit. Right. Every, and I didn't know who they were going to put in the street. Dude, every single time, that shocked me. Every single time they moved him, he screamed. Right. Like, not just, ow, ow, ow. I mean, literally, ah, ah. Yeah, he's screaming and stuff. The, I thought he literally was hurt. I was hoping he was yeah. not hurt because I did not want to see this match in like well, that. Yeah, you never want to see one of those guys get hurt yeah. you know, in real life. I, I, I understand what you're saying. And yeah. man, I, I thought that Champa was hurt. I thought this match was ending that way. And then Gargano looked at his finger. And <laughs> boom! Uh, the ring got ripped off and thrown to the side. Exactly. That was actually... WWE has been horrible the last couple of years with storytelling. I don't know what it is about NXT, but they're like on par with other promotions when it comes to their storytelling. Yeah, I think. I, don't know if that's I think as of right now, smaller it, promotion they can do it more, but like wow. As of right now, NXT has the best storyline in professional wrestling. I won't go that far because New Japan does an amazing job of telling their stories. But they're on fire with New Japan. Man, I think that I think that you NXT. You can go either way with that, and I mm-hmm. won't disagree with you. I think NXT is killing it right now. I mean, I'm gonna they be honest. I'm gonna be honest. I haven't been keeping up with New Japan as much. The last match I watched was uh, when uh, Tanahashi got his title shot. Did you didn't see the Dominion Six Nine? No, haven't haven't got oh that far. God. You know, I'm on I'm on American time with it. I'm not lying when I tell you this right now, and this is zero exaggeration. One of the best pay-per-views I've ever watched in my life. Yeah, the I'm... Jericho Naito match, amazing. I'm still on American time, you know. Omega Okada two out of three falls match for the title. I hear one that is one of the best. I've ever watched in my entire life. I hear it's one of I the best. the biggest fan of Shawn Michaels you will ever find. Uh, you got, got a rival that here. That match edged out Shawn Michaels and Taker in the hell of a You got a rival here with uh, the biggest Shawn match. Michaels fan. Here we go. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I believe I'm number one Shawn Michaels fan of all time. But Why do we got any rivals, bro? We can just be cool, amazing fans of HBK. That yeah. sounds like a heartbreak <laughs> squad to me. <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. I mean, uh, Shawn Michaels is probably... Everybody talks about who's the 10 on the 10 wrestler. And they always want to talk about currently in the past and everything. I don't think you will get a more perfect total package ever than Shawn Michaels. And I hear that Shawn's debating to have one more match, and I'm praying this story is true. Because I would... I'm praying when they do the match, they don't screw it up. I just want to see him and AJ one time. One time. That's my Here's dream. The thing though, Sean is too old to actually put on a good match with a guy like AJ. I think AJ I is so good. With him and Triple H, like beating shit out of two other guys. I think Sean is so good that AJ could carry him in this match, and it looked like Sean carrying Hogan. Oh, AJ is good enough to carry it, dude. But you gotta admit, Sean's got back issues. He's how old now? Yeah, he's but getting up there. But if he can have a five-star match with Hulk Hogan, he can do it at an old age with anybody. But that was kind of... Yeah, well, I'm not taking it away from him. I mean, if he's in the gym every day and he's working out, he's healthy as hell, and he thinks he can do it, who knows? He could put on a five-star match. I'm praying that he does, because I don't never doubt the heartbreak kid. When he came back the second time, it was one of the best runs. I don't doubt him either. I agree. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's. I hope that this is true. And as far as Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano goes, where do you think these guys go from here? Is it over or is it just begun? I don't want to say just begun, but it's not over. Definitely not over? 
it's not over, but it hasn't just begun. I mean, we're deep into this story. Because technically they're one and one. Yep. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying right now. They're tied right now. We need a rubber match. Okay, after the storyline's over, though... Before any one though, of those guys gets called up, we need another slobber knocker. After one the storyline's over, though, I hope that Tommaso sticks around, because I can see him challenging for the NXT title, to be quite honest with you. I think he could. I think I think but, he is the one to take out Aleister Black. I think so. Yeah, but with his gimmick, though, he doesn't seem like a guy that even gives a shit about titles. He'd almost be better off without it. I, done with I think so too. I think Johnny Gargano just messing up the program. Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa are two wrestlers who never need to touch a title, and they'd still have a long career. Yeah. If they never touched a title, yes, they would have a long career, but it would still be sad. So I only fifty percent agree with that. Both yeah. of those guys need to have some kind of goal on their waist at some point in their career. Because they're both phenomenal. Yeah, phenomenal. So, what do you rank TakeOver Chicago to? <laughs> out of five, the entire show as a whole, as I a whole. 3.8 out of five. 3.8. Matt. Almost a four out of five. It was a great show. Gonna, Dude, I what, feel like what? a 13-year-old kid watching wrestling. I, 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 I marked out. WCW yeah. versus WWF. I yeah. mean, I, it, was, it brought me back to my childhood. That's I, I marked out. Were. It was awesome to me. Gunner, what do you rank it? I give it a 3.5 out of, out of 5. You know, I can was, agree with that. Yeah, it was a really, really, really great show. You know? Sure, it had, you know, a couple hiccups here and there, at least for me anyway. But, yeah. you know, I really, really enjoyed it. I'm, I'm gonna... You gotta remember though too, these technically are rookies, so a couple yeah. of hiccups is not a big deal. Yeah, it's, it's not developmental. Not still. a big deal. We at keep all. forgetting that NXT is still developmental. Like we look past yeah. that sometimes. <laughs> you know what's great about the fact that it's developmental when these guys are technically rookies, they're consistently putting on better shows than the main roster. Consistently. Mm. Like he says it every year. Yeah. So money in the bank name has got a whole lot. He has been less better. Name a time that fucking Raw or SmackDown is better than NXT. I can't. I couldn't right now. <laughs> Especially right now. And money in the bank's got a lot to live up to. It does. Yes, it does. After that takeover, money in the bank better shock me. Yeah. So, like they better make Miz win the briefcase or something and blow everybody's mind. Yes, so, thank you. I so here Miz we go. Here we go. Let's get into it. Money in the bank. You get one pick from Raw, one pick from SmackDown for the women's match and the men's match. Ryan, go. Who do you got? I got Miz for the men and I got Charlotte for the women. Because Oscar's going to win the title and Charlotte's going to cash in on it. And, that's and they're going to keep the Oscar versus Charlotte thing going. Because honestly, who else do they have in the women's division other than Becky Lynch that can hold a candle okay, to Charlotte now, and Oscar? Now, that's if SmackDown gets the belts. Who do you think it'll be if Raw gets the briefcases? I don't think Raw's getting briefcases. Oh, here. wow. Well, that's a huge statement. Big, big statement there, Mr. Ryan Go. <laughs> I honestly think SmackDown's kicking them both. Oh, wow. Wow. Because they have the better roster, it's because of the Fox deal, too. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Build SmackDown up to be the A plus show. Gunner, who you got? Fox spent their billion dollars wisely. Gunner, who you got? For SmackDown, I'm going to say Miz. If a Raw superstar wins it, I am going to go with Bobby Roode. Wow. Women. Yeah, I wouldn't be angry with Bobby Roode win, though. That's not a bad choice. Right. Women. For the women. Uh, SmackDown, Becky Lynch, and Raw would be Sasha Banks. Okay, Hope for so. me. For me, if. Yeah, come on with you guys with Sasha Banks. Come on, really? Okay, yes, really. that's not Sasha me. Sasha Banks she is number is one. Overrated woman on the. Well, not number one, but she's really good, Mr. Ryan Go. Come for me, on. For me, I got. For Raw, Ember Moon. For SmackDown, Charlotte. Mm-hmm. For Raw, I got Braun Strowman. For SmackDown, I got Samoa Joe. No, I can see, see I Joe. I surprised if Braun won either, though, so I can't agree with that. And I, I do like Joe. your Amber Moon pick. Sasha's overrated. I'm uh, sorry. Says you. People are going to hate me for saying it, but I'm bored with Sasha. 
says you. Sasha's mad for me now. If Amber Moon wanted, I would not be angry. And for everybody out there, I know I'm not in the groups. I just want to let y'all know that MJ Gunner is the GM. I'm not the G- uh, I might be the GM. I might be the general manager. I might, I'm not getting into this right now. We're about out of time here, folks. We're about out of time here, folks. We're about out of time, man. I want to thank Ryan and Go yes, thank for you, coming Ryan. on to the show for the second time. Hey, Pete Ryan. Hey, Maddie, if you want to design or not, it doesn't matter. A gunner, whatever you want to call yourself at this point. Hashtag Risen Pops is trending online. Hey, right, thank okay. you guys. Yes. Either 